Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vodka Melonade. Yay, this is like my sixth episode now. I am really chugging along, aren't I? I'm I'm very, can I just say, very, very proud of myself for the consistency. I That's like the main thing I wanted to do. I saw this post um, on TikTok I mean, about a week ago. Or maybe earlier this week. The weeks are just flying by. But um, this this woman on TikTok, she's an astrologer, and I guess she moved to moved from doing tarot readings for her friends and family to like actively trying to, you know, make it her business. And she was just saying how you know she was waiting and waiting for like the right time to do it, and you know eventually she just had to just 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 pulled the trigger and she was just saying like if you have a project that you want to do something you want to work on you got to just do it and it's going to be shitty and you're not going to be 100% happy with it maybe for a while but if you just keep plugging away at it you just keep being consistent then it's going to eventually fall into place because now she's a year past pulling that trigger for herself and you know her her Um, Her audience has grown, her finances have grown, and I'm not saying like all that is like guaranteed, but just at least the the quality of the work has definitely gotten better. You know, practice makes perfect, especially with the podcast. I'm learning something new each time and I'm getting more comfortable and it's just really fun. And, you know, one of the main things was I just didn't want to quit or stop because it wasn't perfect. And I just want to keep that consistency up. And I hope you guys have been enjoying it. I really, really do. And I appreciate you guys, as I always say, for listening. So this week I had a little bit of a, I guess I can call it a wake up call as it pertains to my love life and having cats. Now I am a self-proclaimed aspiring cat lady, like I say it in jest, but you know, I really just enjoy cats. I have two now, um, but when I was growing up, I had a cat named Sassy and she definitely is the reason why I'm just as obsessed with cats as I am. Now, I got Sassy when I was in the third grade, so I was eight years old, and she didn't pass until I was uh, 29, and she lived a very, very long time, okay? I mean, she grew up with me, literally. I was in elementary school, middle, high school, and, you know, nearly all of my 20s because she passed um it was November of 2018 so I was just on the cusp of turning 30 years old so that's a long time she was definitely my best little fur friend and she um 
didn't really have any health complications, nothing major. Um, she did slow down and get a little sickly towards the end, but I mean like the very end, like maybe the last six months to a year. Okay. Now, um, she, you know, I had her when I was living at home, obviously I got her when I was a kid. Uh, so the responsibility of her didn't necessarily fall on my shoulders. I mean, I was, I was eight, like I wasn't working. I didn't have money to buy her food or take her to the vet or, you know, get any medicine or anything that she may have needed. It wasn't until, you know, I was in my twenties really that I really started pitching in as far as taking care of her so she was almost it sounds silly but she was almost like a cat sister you know just another cat relative in the house but you know unfortunately my mom and my grandparents kind of shouldered a lot of that responsibility but I mean I still maintain that she was pretty low maintenance for a lot of her years so it kind of just is what it is. I think a lot of parents probably end up taking care of whatever pet they end up getting their kids. Um, And it isn't until later that the kid really starts to pitch in. So that's kind of how it was. Um, But when she did pass, it was very, very, very hard on me. And you know, I couldn't imagine getting another cat. I mean, I was like, oh my God, like, it was just like the greatest heartbreak of life, you know, and I, I knew it was time we had to have her put down. She was slowing down. She was getting very confused and, you know, but she lived a long, healthy life. So, you know, I understood. And in hindsight, it's like, you know, I think we gave her like the very best life that we could. So, I wasn't sure if I would get another cat and I definitely knew still living at home at the time my grandma was like just fed up with having animals in the house (laughs) you know she kind of quote unquote finally got rid of the last one and I know she wasn't trying to have any more so I knew if I did get another pet whether it's a cat or a puppy or whatever it would be after I moved down on my own so cut to when I did move out this was, you know, back in 2021. Um, I imagined I wait, you know, I get settled maybe six months, maybe even wait a year before I introduce a pet into my home, you know, just really just kind of be on my own. But I mean, it wasn't long. Like uh, the first couple of weeks I was here, I was already like browsing the rescue boards and seeing what I could do about getting, um, you know, another cat. And I knew I wanted two cats. So I started doing my research. I eventually found this rescue in San Bernardino. Now at the time when I was looking, this was like between, um, I don't know, sometime between April and, and May, right? This is kind of, I guess, kitten season for the year. So kittens were everywhere. I mean, it was like, you get a kitten, you get a kitten. Like they were just unloading kittens on people. So it wasn't hard to find, but it was just about narrowing it down. So when I found this rescue, um, they sent me this photo. This woman was holding like this new litter of kittens. And there were these two sweet little faces that stuck out to me, two little girls. And I just knew instantly that these were the two that I wanted. And I reached out, I kind of put my little claim on them. I had to put deposits down and they were still fairly young and needed to be fixed. So even with the deposit, I had to wait about another month. 
until they could come home with me and then they would be all mine and next thing you know I have these two three month old kittens in my house Sasha and Zoe and they are literally my children <laughs> literally I it's such a different experience having these two cats because I've literally raised them and with Sassy, she was small and, you know, but I was being raised while she was being raised. And when you're younger, you know, things aren't really registering like they do when you're older and you're more aware and when you have more responsibility for the animal. Right. So having them, it was like, I mean, round the clock care, making sure they don't like hurt themselves, making sure they don't kill themselves because they get into everything, making sure they have enough food and, you know, just getting to know their temperaments and and definitely having two cats is a lot different than one because they are very, very rambunctious. They like to play they you know they're all over the place they're just you know big balls of energy and there's two of them but it is so so fun and so rewarding and just to see them grow and change and come into their own and have their little personalities it's just such it's been such a great experience and um you know, I I joke that they're my children but it's it's they really are especially um when I first got them, Zoe, she had a couple of like ailments over the first few weeks that she was here. She got ringworm. Uh, she sprained her paw at one point. Um, so she and I had to take a couple of trips to the ER and I had to like literally nurse her back to health and put her little ointment and medicine and give her antibiotics. So, you know, I think she and I bonded in that way and I really she really started looking at me like I was her mom and they both do you know I mean we we sleep in the bed we nap together they're always up under me they're super excited when I get home like we are just it's like three's company over here okay <laughs> and that's just been my 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 life you know just me just them my my mom is obsessed with them she's literally their grandma um, they are her grand kittens and we sound crazy, but you, you couldn't pay us to care. We, we love these cats. We spoil them. And it's funny cause you know how when people have, um, you know, their first child, they do things a certain way. Um, you know, they raise the child with, you know, whatever tools they have at their disposal at the time with whatever knowledge they have at the time and then let's say 10 plus years later they have another kid later in life right there's all these new uh, toys new ways to educate them new ways to take care of them new classes new just new ways of doing things you know and they you know they do more research so that's kind of how it is with sassy she lived a very long life but it was very simple we bought her a couple toys here and there we got her the regular food from the cat store you know from the grocery store regular friskies or whatever didn't look too much into the ingredients and that was it she just lived in the house but with these two little rats as i lovingly call them 
I mean, I did research on their food. I'm giving them like the highest protein, no grain, no byproduct, whatever. They have like this decked out water fountain. They have an automatic litter box. I'm buying them toys for enrichment to make sure their brains were developing, you know, and that they were stimulated and having fun. And I mean... I was really, I did a lot of research and I still do research and I try to find like the best of the best for them. They are truly, truly spoiled. And it's like I have a, another child later in life and I just have a little more money and things at, at my disposal for them. And I just think that is, that's just so, so funny. <laughs> but again, it's just been me and them. Now, uh, I was talking to some coworkers earlier this week and um, a couple of my male coworkers and you know they they know I'm seeing blue suit and they're asking a couple of questions like you know how does he feel about the cats like being in the apartment or whatever when he comes to hang out and I'm like you know he's fine like you know and even before him like I've you know dated guys who aren't mega cat fans but they don't mind the fact that I have cats right and um it's the same with blue like he he's not allergic or anything he's not afraid he doesn't dislike cats um I don't get the sense that he was really like from a pet family I think he said that his family had cats but they were like outdoor cats and just basically on the payroll like they just took care of pests right so he he's not used to them being in the home in this way but you know he's friendly with them Sasha in particular um she's like in love with him and I'm constantly you know getting on her about being fresh and fast when he comes over (laughs) but other than that you know he's just like hey you know hey you guys he's he's really cute with them so my coworkers were just wondering, like, when it comes to, you know, Blue spending the night, do I put the cats out? Like, what do I do with the cats? Do I, you know, lock them up in a cage? Like, and I looked at them horrified, like, lock them in a cage? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? He was like, you don't, like, put them out or anything? And I'm like, no. Now, the thing one of the main reasons why they do sleep in the room with me all the time and I I leave the door open is because when I close it they go ape shit they jump and pull on the door handle until I open it and they've taken to scratching underneath the door so they pull up my carpet and they completely destroyed it like I'm in the process now trying to get it repaired like they've clawed through the carpet to like where you can see the wood underneath and the structure of the floor underneath because they're like literally trying to burrow under the door so to avoid that especially since it's just been me here I just keep my bedroom door open I don't care it's it's a small apartment anyway so I feel bad like blocking off any major areas so I don't mind having it open so yeah that means that they sleep in the bed with me or at least in the room with me and yes when I have a visitor they have the same freedom my coworkers were like shocked to hear that they're like you know he doesn't mind he doesn't care that they're in there and i'm just kind of like i mean he hasn't said anything and they they just they're just very adamant that he must really really not like the fact that they can just come in and out um and he's just being nice and i 
I disagree. I mean, I guess to a certain degree, I can see how you would want some privacy. And and Blue has stress like in the future, like let's say he and I move in together. He doesn't want cats like in the bedroom. He doesn't want them sleeping in the bed. Like at that point, I can understand because it'll be like a joint, um, like a joint place and we can establish new rules and boundaries like from the get go. But to kind of alter them here where they've been the same for, you know, well over a year now, I just can't really imagine doing it. And, you know, for them to suggest that I put them in a cage, I mean, that just sounds so barbaric to me. It just sounds so sad. Like I wouldn't even be able to like sleep comfortably knowing that they were cramped in a cage. I don't care how big the cage is. That just seems... I could just imagine them being so scared and being like, what is going on? This is like, I don't like this, you know? And I feel like it wouldn't even really be that effective because it would be like, what, once a week, they just randomly have to go on this cage. They're not gonna understand why I'm doing that. They're just gonna think I'm a mean mommy. And my heart really truly can't take that. I don't wanna be a mean mommy. But, you know, my coworkers, they were coming at me like, you know, two uncles, big brothers. They were like, you know, trust us. Eventually he's going to, you know, come clean about not wanting them in the room. He's going to want to have his own space. They were like, just, you know, be nice to that man. If he comes over once a week, just have that be the week where you guys just have a little bit of privacy. Those cats will be okay. But in my mind, I'm just like, that's emotional trauma for all of us. And it's actual damage to my furniture and stuff. They go crazy. And, you know, this is my house. I'm not going to bring the cats over to his house and demand that they sleep in his room. So, I mean, I don't see why that would be an issue. Plus, I'm not a mind reader. So if he's not saying anything, I'm assuming it's fine. You know, he doesn't stay over all the time. He doesn't, you know what I mean? But he, he seems to, to, to get a kick out of them. He seems like he does like them. You know, like if we're just going on about our days like occasionally when we catch up with each other and check in he's like how are the girls like how are the kittens like he's just really really sweet now there was one night I think it was the first night he ever slept over um I don't know what it was but Sasha got kind of sick and if you're a cat owner you know that dreaded vomiting sound it's like <laughs> so you automatically know that somewhere in the house one of the cats is throwing up and they they do that sometimes sometimes they eat something weird it's like really like a fur ball like just it just it just happens they eat too fast like they don't really do it a lot so it was surprising but throughout the night Sasha just kept throwing up so I had to keep getting up cleaning it up making sure she was okay and I know that that's not something he was used to so I know the next morning he was like yeah you you were up a lot and you know I know you were trying to take care of Sasha like he was just he was genuinely concerned but I could tell it was something definitely out of his element but it was so sweet because later on in the day like I we got up um, I went to work and he went on about his day and um Later in the evening, uh, I came back home and, you know, Sasha was fine at that point. It looked like she got it all out of her system, but he and I were texting and he was like, how is she? And it had been such a long day. I didn't even know. I 
couldn't really remember what he was talking about and I was like how is how is who he was like how's Sasha baby how's she doing is she still is she still feeling sick like and it was just really sweet that he like even thought to check on her um so just little things like that lets me know that while he may not be a super cat person while he may want some privacy like if we were to share a home in the future I think he's still would be pretty accepting of them and I just think he's a really good guy in that regard in a lot of regards but particularly him checking on them like that like that's just one of the reasons why I'm just really really liking him but I think it, he's it, it's worth a compromise in the future I'll say to have some boundaries set but as it stands right now I can't imagine making any drastic changes just for like a once a week sleepover, especially if he's not saying anything, you know, like that would make me think that that's what he would want. Now, I'm curious how many of you out there are either in a relationship where maybe you brought the pets, like how did you guys adjust? Um, do you agree with my coworkers? Do you think that the cats or the dogs or the whoever should be just put up whenever your significant significant other comes over I mean how are you guys adjusting like what do you guys think like I would really really be curious if you guys could either tweet me at vodka melanade dm me on instagram at vodka melanade or even just email me uh, vodka melanie at gmail.com like how did your experiences go with that um, you know, I'm still kind of learning. This is the longest dating scenario I've been in in a while while I've been on my own and while I've had these cats. So um, I'm still kind of learning now, you know, talking to my coworkers, they did, I want to say they freaked me out, but the revelation came where it's like, wow, at some point, whether it's blue or not, I, you know, the goal is to have a long-term relationship, move in, get married, all that good stuff. And I'm a package deal. I may not have human children, but I do have these two cats that I'm responsible for that I love and adore. So they're coming with me. And I do wonder how that adjustment would be with someone who doesn't have pets of their own or really hasn't experienced having pets, especially cats. Because if you're not used to having cats in the house, it can be kind of shocking to be around them 24-7. They're very random. They're very, um, you know, they, they make sudden movements. They fight, and it looks vicious, but they're just playing. They run relays around the apartment randomly. You'll hear different things go bump in the night, and I know that it's them, but if you're not used to it, you might be like, what the hell is that? You know, depending on what they're doing, I can hear a certain kind of scratch, a certain kind of cry, meow. Like, I, I know what they're doing, so I won't get up. But if you're not used to that, it might be a little bit disturbing. And I think my worst fear is that I'll move in with someone, bring the cats, everything's fine. But then they realize, uh, I don't really like living with cats. And then what do we do? You know, like I either keep my man or keep my cats and Lord knows I'm keeping the cats and then I'll really be a cat lady for real. <laughs> but, you know, uh, whoever is meant for me will love me 
and Sasha and Zoe. We are a package deal. They'll just have to get on board. Obviously, I will, um, you know, cooperate and be um, compromising when needed. But overall, you know, this it is what it is. And it's funny because I'm a little hypocritical. I don't like to date guys who have dogs <laughs> because I I don't want to mesh my cats with some stinky dog. I don't want them to have to go through that stress <laughs> of you know living in a household with a dog. I don't even want them to have other cats. Like I love cats, but I love mine and I again I don't want that stress of having to merge you know, the two pet households. So my, you know, radar was on men who aren't allergic to cats, who, you know, don't despise them, aren't afraid, um, and would be accepting of them. But I definitely want my cats to reign supreme in the home. So it is, like I said, it's a little hypocritical because someone could look at me and be like, well, I don't want to date a woman who has pets at all. And I'd be pissed, but... (laughs) It's my life and I can choose what I want. So that's just what it is. (laughs) Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday. So be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.